This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. You know what it means when GEICO says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you should have gone to GEICO.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Well, speaking of winners, our next guest is a player who introduced offense to defense at Tampa Bay. Ronnie Barber played 16 seasons in the defensive backfield of the Tampa Bay Bucks, but still managed to score 14 career touchdowns on eight interceptions, four fumbles, and two block punt returns. Rondé intercepted 47 passes in his career, including the NFL leading 10 in 2001, went to five Pro Bowls, and picked up a Super Bowl ring during the 2002 season, playing on one of the best defenses of this generation. Rondé Barber, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Rondé, 14 career touchdowns. Okay, you can level with us. How much of that was luck, and how much of it was by design? Oh, come on now. You scored a TD. It's never by luck, right? I mean, <laughs> the is in your hand sometimes. And, you know, you get hit in the face by a football, and, you know, you still got to score with it. But I like I like to think that it's preparation meeting opportunity, right? Uh, you know, there's a few of them where there was some extreme, extreme skill involved. But, you know, my very first uh, touchdown on uh, – actually, my second touchdown on defense was a sack fumble or was a fumble by Donnie Abraham, and I picked it up and ran like 15 yards for a touchdown. Uh, so, it, uh, you know, you got to be in the right place at the right time a lot. So it was by design, huh? <laughs> by design. Intelligent design. Let's go, let's go by go. that. There you go. <laughs> uh, you scored uh, three touchdowns on interceptions against the poor Donovan McNabb. Was otherwise a nice yeah. guy. I don't know you're pretty mean to him. Uh, he, <laughs> he got two in one game. As a matter of fact, guy nearly retired at that point. And uh, you also returned a Peyton Manning interceptions for a score. Uh, so of those 14 yeah. career touchdowns, which one was the most memorable, and why does one really stand out for you? Uh, well, you know, you know what's funny. I got a funny story for you, real quick. After the the two interception, two touchdown game I had against Donovan in Tampa, the hottest day of ever that I played in. It's the same game that Matt Bryant had a 62-yard field goal uh, to win it. So my touchdown got kind of overshadowed. But the story is I was coming out of the stadium, and uh, Donovan's mom was there. And I ran into her, and uh, she was <laughs> This is obviously after the 2002 NFC Championship game. And she goes, why do you always pick on my son? <laughs> so I had to laugh. I was like, I'm not trying to. I'm not doing it on purpose. I like Donovan. Uh, but, you know, I had, that. I, uh, I, I had some good ones. Uh, my first interception for a touchdown was actually against my neighbor here down in Tampa, Benny, Benny Testaverde, and I had a pulled quad. So that one always sticks out in my head. Um, uh, probably my favorite one uh, was um, – uh, against Peyton Manning in that you know dreadful Monday night loss we had against the Colts when Tony Dungy came back to town. Um, but it was my interception that was our last score. Uh, and then Peyton you know, went on to score 21 unanswered points and, and won the football game in overtime. But I, I think without, without question, the most memorable one was the NFC Championship game. It was you know, the last score in the vet. Uh, you know, we'd played that team 
early that year got beat. They had knocked us out of the playoffs the previous two years. Got you know got Tony fired here. Um, you know the gravity of the situation. And you know when I talked to other Bucks fans and people that were there, uh, it, it was uh, it was one of the more special plays in my in my entire football life. So that's it. And good riddance to the vet. <laughs> yeah, right. Wonderful <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're speaking with former Tampa Bay cornerback and future Hall of Fame candidate Rondé Barber on the Talk of Fame Network. You can find us at talkofamenetwork.com. Rondé, let's talk a little bit about that 2002 defense that allowed the fewest yards and mm-hmm. points that season. And then you went to the Super Bowl and you throttled the league's best offense, otherwise known as Ron's Raiders. So, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, what made that defense so dominant? And where would you put it or rank it among the best defenses of all time? Uh, I have a hard time ranking it. Um, I know we're in the conversation. I, I, I talk a lot about being in the conversation to be a great, uh, and we were certainly in there. We had a, a level of sustained greatness for you know ten years, really. Um, but we, we were great because the defense, and I'm sure you've talked to John and, and Derek and these guys, and they'll all say the same thing. You know, the genius of it was in the simplicity. I, lo- I love the way that comes off because we didn't do a whole lot. You know, we were we're going to run cover two. We're going to run some. You know. You know, three high type looks. We're going to bring four strong or four weak when we we're in, in base or when we we're in nickel defenses. And teams knew what we were going to do, but we had such a good cast of characters, and that's what made our defense popular was the characters. But they were all talented. Um, you know, you you know, you talking about Warren, obviously, and Derek. Uh, Simeon Rice was on that defense, and he was dominant that year. Um, me and John and, and Dexter Jackson, who was a Super Bowl MVP in the secondary. I mean, it was it was it was a defense that was built um, to, to to win games against teams like that Oakland Raiders team. Teams are going to spread you out, uh, try to throw the ball around the park, and when you did that, you just opened up yourself to two or three great pass rushers. And you know, we took a lot of pride in what we did. We were all accountable to each other, and. You know, it was just uh, it, it was built on a, a belief that we were going to be the best no matter what happened. And you know, eleven guys on that particular defense bought into it every single week. Ronnie, the Bucks set a Super Bowl records with five interceptions and three defensive touchdowns against the Raiders that day. Yeah. You were four point under. I didn't have any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any of them. They were avoiding you. How confident were you heading into that game? <laughs> we were we were pretty confident. You know, that was uh, I think it was the last week. I know it was. Uh, a one-week trip for us, and we got got home from Philly. Literally, got on a plane a couple hours later, and uh, and got on a plane to, to San Diego. Um, and the coaches stayed behind actually because they were they were they were doing the game plan for that week. And when they got there on Tuesday, they had broken down the film. Obviously, Gruden had some familiarity with the offense. Uh, and they said, and it was just, there's no way we're losing this football game. They do exactly what we're, what we're built to do again. And for the most part, destiny was on our side. You know, our, we, we all felt like our main obstacle was the game before, you know, the game in Philly. Uh, and uh, they, they played right into our hands. You know, one thing, the one person we knew we had to stop in that game was Charlie Garner. And, and Charlie Garner didn't get the ball hardly at all. They changed their game plan. They were going to try to drop back and throw it. And, you know, five interceptions later and those three touchdowns. I mean, it, it was it was it was a route from the beginning. Problem with geniuses, they outthink themselves. <laughs> right? Exactly. exactly. What happened. I'll take it. Exactly. Uh, I want to talk to you about a game that people don't talk about I, I think enough about your team is that nineteen ninety nine NFC title game that you actually lost against St. Louis, but the Rams were averaging thirty three mm-hmm. points a game and four hundred yards a game and they were supposed to 
drive you guys back to Tampa and all that, and, they, and it ends up being eleven to six game. Yeah, was that your greatest defensive effort, maybe in some ways against the? Uh, yeah, I mean we had some other good ones, and I remember a Michael Vick game where. You know, Derek Brooks was chasing, you know, number seven from Atlanta all over the place and getting him on the ground. And I think there was a 103-yard game that we had against the Giants at one point that we that we actually lost. Um, but in terms of situations and this game was going to get us to a Super Bowl, there, there, I don't think there's any question. Um, you know, that was that 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 offense was spectacular as it, as it showed. You know, not only that year but following years as well. Um, but it was again, it was the type of offense that we were kind of built to 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 win against. And um, you know, you take away the Bird Emanuel, you know, what is a catch, what is not a catch. That's where it started, as we, as, if y'all remember. Then sure. uh, maybe we win that game with with giving up 11 points. And that that last Ricky Pearl touchdown. I and mean, I remember this like it was yesterday. We had a a, a weak blitz on, and the safety was late. And we watched the film later. It was like can't be late on that blitz. The ball didn't even come out, but. Um, they made a great. He made a great catch, and they they deserved that championship that year. Just it just wasn't our time. But uh, as far as what we did on defense, uh, we were we were we couldn't we couldn't expect it more. And that and that's what made our defense good. We always rose the occasion uh, during those years. And you know, our our I, I wasn't a dynasty, but could have been a dynasty. Could have started that year if if, if only. Hey, Ronnie, we've got about forty five seconds left. But you mentioned Michael Vick. Quick mm-hmm. question for you: Which quarterback mm-hmm. gave you? Or your defense the most trouble? Oh, we had a lot of them. Donovan gave us a bunch of trouble. Uh, far, you know, you remember we were in NFC North for a lot of years. He picked us apart a bunch. But you know, Jake Delhomme later in in in, this, in in my career, that team was built just like our team. And uh, you know, familiarity bred understanding, and he beat us so many times it was just frustrating. Rondi, thanks so much for joining us. And you know what? <laughs> We talk about the Hall of Fame on here. We look forward to having you on again when you're a Hall of Fame finalist. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Rondy. That was former Tampa Bay defensive back Rondy Barber. And Goose, when do you think he becomes a Hall of Fame finalist? I think in the first two years of his eligibility, uh, that class of 2018 is loaded. He may not make it that year, but I can see him being on the ballot the following season. There are, uh, there are some good cornerbacks out there, but this is the latest. is the greatest league. I'll tell you what's the latest. We got to go commercial, but just around the corner, Ron Stakon. Who else? Colin Kaepernick. This is the Talk of Fame Network.